And I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? is what Mariah Carey sometimes if not not that often anymore but I know that she once did referenced herself as and I don't even know what that analogy comes from because she is not Mary Poppins she is the one and only queen Mariah Carey and why I decided to use that fabulous song from back in I think it came out in mm, 2010 2011 and I was in college when the song came out and I remember because I was literally living for it um it's because my first story today has to do with the queen um Mariah Carey and who this song is, quote, allegedly about Eminem, a.k.a. E. Why are you so obsessed with me, boy? By the way, this video is so genius because she's not only playing her amazingly fabulous self, Mariah Carey, she's also playing Eminem, and she's so funny because she's, like, all thuggy and rappy. And I, I mean, let, let me preface this whole thing by saying, and I should have probably put it to the beginning of the episode before the song, I love Eminem. I stand him. He's amazing. I am such a big fan of his music. Um, the real some shady, are you kidding me? Um, the real Andrew DeVitri. Uh, I listened to that song. I remember when I used to go to camp back in the day, summer camp, of course, probably mm, seventh, eighth grade-ish. I was, I would go to uh, summer camp, maybe even earlier. I would go to summer camp in a town nearby. It was a day camp. I mean, I used to go to sleepaway camp, but I also, used, I also went to day camp, uh, when I sort of outgrew summer camp. Or maybe it was summer camp, day camp, and then I went to sleepaway camp. I don't even remember. Was the, the dates are all mixed up. By the way, happy, uh, happy Monday morning, everybody. Hope everybody had a fabulous weekend. Uh, Christmas is near! Christmas is, uh, coming up, and also, with Christmas comes Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Anyways, I'll throw that in. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Anyways, I'll say all that to say, uh, first, I was first introduced by, to Eminem uh, via probably my sister, but then my friends on the, on the camp bus from the pickup to the drop-off, which was camp, would play Eminem on our Discmans. Everybody remember Discmans and Walkmans? Oh, gosh. Literally how time has gone, you know, so viral. Now, literally, we're, like, little listening to music to chips in our ears. But, um, I literally loved it so much when I came out in college, and my roommate, oh, well, see, my housemate, I lived off campus uh, my sophomore year of college, my, which, so it would have been 2009, 2010, the song came out. Um, my roommate, Burke, who was a straight male, I literally would play this song when we would drive around. It was so much fun. Oh, those are the golden days. Um, but anyways, yeah, Mary P., you are a hilarious girlfriend. Now, actually, Nick Cannon is also involved in the story because Nick Cannon is, of course, the father of her two very adorable children. Eminem is also a father, too. Uh, I believe his daughter's name is Hallie? If I, I think I'm, I think that's correct. By the way, do you guys remember when there was that like weird sort of rumor when Eminem talk, referenced Grinder in one of his songs? I wonder what that was about. I never really followed through with that story because it sort of was just in passing. I like wasn't podcasting back then, so I didn't really care. But now that I am podcasting and I am the mistress of pop culture, of course I care about all things pop culture. I need to like do a little bit of searching, searching and digging. I need to get my uh, shovel out, you know, dig that, dig that, dig, 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 dig deep down 
into the earth, uh, into, you know, my catalog and uh, into my files, of course, and my Rolodex and figure out what that story is. Um, so anyways, the first story of today has to do with, uh, Miss Mariah Carey, Nick Cannon, and Eminem. I'm gonna read you, and it's from E! News. Actually, all three stories today are from E! News. By the way, you guys, um, I hope everybody had a really good weekend as I mentioned before. Um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have an interesting schedule. So I'm gonna do five episodes this week, and I'm gonna do five episodes the following week. And I believe Christmas this year, so next week, um, let's see, okay, this week is the 9th to the 13th, and then the following week is the 16th to the 20th, so I'll be doing, um, 10 more episodes, and then Christmas week, I'm gonna be off, and then I'm gonna come back, uh, maybe one or two episodes before the year ends, because I just, I just wanna, you know, do a recap of, uh, season two of The Mistress of Pop Culture, and sort of go over maybe my favorite podcast moments, and, of course, incorporate any new stories that are coming up. Um, so, yeah, here, here's sort of the countdown to sort of the end of the year, but not the end of season two. This is season two. I don't know how I'm gonna break my podcast in the season. I know, I don't even know how I'm gonna do it. I need to confer with, basically, myself, because, like, nobody else has to do this podcast, and occasionally all friends, but literally, it's, it's my business. It's, it's my enterprise. It's my, um, LTC, or whatever it's called, LEC. I don't even know. I'm no businessman or businesswoman. Um, okay, so let's just get into the story now. Okay, the first story. Nick Cannon claps back at, quote, Grandpa Eminem over Mariah Carey district. This is from E! News, of course, once again. Why are you so obsessed with me, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, Eminem? See, that's literally why I thought it was so appropriate to open up with this song. Anyways, that's what I have to say. Um, more than a decade after Eminem's short-lived romance with the pop queen made headlines, the rapper's latest verse on Fat Joe's new song, Lord Above, reveals that he still harbors ill will against Mariah and Nick. Um, I love Fat Joe. I just did not even know this was a song, but literally all I listen to is, like, Broadway soundtracks and the soundtrack of Coco. Well, in like, classical music, because I love me some classical music. It's very soothing. Okay, to continue, quote, I know me and Mariah didn't end on a high note, but that other dudes whipped that P dash dash Y, and you all know what that is, um, got him neutered. Eminem raps on the track, which dropped Friday, quote, tried to tell him this chick's nut job before he got his jewels clipped, almost got my caboose kicked, fool quit, you not gonna do shit. Well, it's obviously going to say shit there. I go, let her chop my balls off too before I lose to you, Nick. Always wanted to defend his ex-wife and the mother of his children. Nick responded to Eminem on his Power 106 radio show. Quote, we should change the name from Eminem to per- Percocet. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no shit, it's just funny. <laughs> I literally should listen to Nick Cannon's show because I'm actually a huge fan of him. Wild and out, are you kidding me? And also all that. He's the best. Vital Information with Laurie Beth Denberg. And I think Nick Cannon occasionally made an appearance on Vital Information. By the way, I wonder where Laurie Beth Denberg is now today because I literally love her so much and all that's coming back. Okay, continue this article. Uh, we should choose different Eminem to Percocet. Um, he said, uh, clowning the hip-hop star's age. What's the pill old people use? We are going to call him Cial- Cialis. Bring your walker. Get your wheel to Eminem and pop whatever you want to pop. Cannon later praised Fat Joe's album and invited Eminem to his comedy battle show, Wild and Out, writing, quote, He even did some charity work and dug at Eminem out of his grave. I mean, cave, LOL, flam, bam, flam, bam, Nick Cannon, bring your ass to MTV Wild and Out to battle like a real legend, Grandpa Marshall. Because his name is Marshall Mathers, of course. Even I knew that. I love that I know that. I feel like I'm so into, like, underground rap. Not really, but I feel like I am. By the way, Nick and Nas, where are you? Come out of retirement, girl. I really do miss you. Okay, quote, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm literally so excited to be doing this because Christmas is coming in. I'm, like, literally, I love doing this podcast so much, and I'm so grateful for everybody who listens to my episodes. Okay, I'm on many, many off tangents today, and I'm so sorry about that. Okay, to continue this article from E! News about Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey, and Eminem. So, where does this suddenly uh, reignited celebrity feud stem from? Back in 2009, Eminem detailed his breakup from Mariah and dissed her, and then 
husband Nick on, quote, bagpipes from Baghdad. Mariah famously responded to Eminem's lingering feelings with her, <laughs> for her with Obsessed, and even dressed up with him for the Shady Music video. <laughs> Such a good music video, you guys. You have to watch it. It's so good. The rapper seemingly got the last word in by dropping the warning, which offered extremely explicit details about his and Mariah's sex life. Oh my gosh, I literally have never, I did not even know that, but I have to research that. Fast forward several years, and Nick recalled his initial reaction to the diss track on a September episode T.I.'s um, on a September episode, T.I.'s expeditiously podcast. Oh my god, T.I.'s podcast. Literally, podcasting literally is like the new TV. Okay, quote. I think we was flying back on a jet from Africa or somewhere, and this mother effer drops a song like talking shit, he said, calling Mariah all kinds of bitches and hoes. I'm like, this is my wife. This is my new wife. I wrote a letter first. I didn't even know if Twitter had come out yet. So I wrote this longest letter pretty much saying, look, I respect you as an artist. I'm actually a fan, and I think you're one of the best to ever do it. But for man to man, you're talking out of pocket to my wife. You got to be held accountable for that. So I need to see you face to face. It's safe to say Eminem and I never got the opportunity to squash their beef in person. And then that's the end of the article. I really have to hear um, this bag, this, the warning, because not that I want to know the intimate details of Mariah Carey's personal bed life, but I just want to hear sort of what reignited this feud. And it's so interesting. I think music, I think uh, artists, singers, their feuds, when they uh, when it's um, put out via incredible lyrics and verses in through the medium of song, is so much more brilliant than like Twitter wars or Instagram wars or you know war of the words. I think music wars are literally the greatest thing because it actually requires artistic genius to craft the music and add the the sound and, and the verses and the rhythm. It's 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 so interesting. And both Eminem and Mariah Carey are so supremely talented. I know Mariah's got the incredible vocals. Uh, Eminem's an incredible rapper, um, basically a poet because of course. Po- rap is an incredible form of poetry with, um, I guess, music added to it. Um, but that's so interesting. And it's, ooh, I love a little sassy flame fire feud. It's just gorgeous and fabulous. Um, so, you know, let's all just be friends. Um, well, on to the next story, as they say, because, you know, I got to keep it moving. Um, so this is also from E! News. And this is something I'm sure a lot of you have read about. It's, it's sort of making headlines and and, you know, news waves. Um, so, this is from E! News. Okay, there's been a commercial for Peloton, the sort of exercise machine that's very overpriced, and I guess there was a, a bit of a sexist commercial that came out, and it's getting a lot of controversy trying to buy it. Anyways, the actress who is the lead, the star of this commercial, is becoming a household... I don't know name, but she's definitely becoming a household topic. Um, the Peloton wife's identity is revealed. Actress responds to add controversy. Um, this is from E! News. Who's the Peloton wife? Well, you may have seen her before. Actress Monica Ruiz plays the role in which the exercise bike company's holiday ad, which sparked controversy this week. In the commercial, her character is gifted a bike from her husband and records a vlog of her workouts in progress over the course of a year. Many have slammed the video as sexist. Days later, Ruiz surfaced again in a commercial for Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gin Company, which appeared to be a response to the controversial ad. Quote, I've happy to accept a job opportunity earlier this year from Peloton, and the team was lovely to work with, Ruiz said in a statement to E! News Saturday. Although I'm an actress, I'm not quite comfortable being in the spotlight, and I'm terrible on social media. So to say I was shocked and overwhelmed by this attention is this week, especially the negative, is an understatement. When Ryan and his production team called about Aviation Gin, they helped me find some humor in the situation, she continued. I am grateful to both Peloton and now Aviation Gin for the work and giving me the opportunity to do what I love to do. Ruiz has acted in a few commercials in the past, including ads for uh, Lee Jeans, Herbal Essences. She made her on-screen TV acting debut debut in 2009 with a small role in an episode of BET's The Game. In recent years, she had an uncredited role in the comedy movie Let's Be Cops and also appeared on the shows about a boy, ABC Family's Baby Daddy, and The Exes. 
Upon receiving backlash over the ad, Ruiz issued a statement to E! News. Quote, I was happy to accept a job opportunity earlier this year from Peloton, and the team was absolutely lovely to work, lovely to work with. I literally just read this, E! News. I don't know why you're being redundant in your article, but I'm going to read it anyways because I love you guys, and you guys are the source of all pop culture news. You and TMZ and um, page six of fours. Um, although I'm an actress, I'm not quite comfortable being in the spotlight, and I'm terrible on social media, she said. So to say I was shocked and overwhelmed by the attention this week, especially the negative, is an understatement. When Ryan and his production company team called about Aviation Gin, they helped me find some humor in the situation. She added, quote, I am grateful to both Peloton and now Aviation Gin for the work and giving me the opportunity to do what I love to do. Her on-screen husband was recently identified as to be actor Sean Hunter, quote, I'm in LA right now and we'll be reuniting with Monica to see how she's been handling this last week and we'll be discussing her commercial and why she's chose to do it. Uh, he told E! News exclusively, quote, I'm very interested to hear her side of the story. More to come. Hunter said on Good Morning America, on Friday, my image is being associated with sexism, with the patriarchy, with abuse. For example, that's not who I am. Meanwhile, Peloton um, has also defended its ad, quote, we constantly hear from our members how their lives have been meaningful and positively impacted after purchasing our or being gifted a Peloton bike or tread, often in ways that surprise them. A spokesperson for the company said to a statement on CNN, quote, our holiday spot was created to the fitness and wellness journey while we disappeared and how some have misinterpreted this commercial. We are encouraged by and grateful for the outpouring of support uh, we've received from those who understand what we are trying to communicate, the spokesperson said. Um, Hey, you know what? This is incredible. This is an incredible platform for this actress. Uh, and it's literally getting her name out there and her face out there and everybody knows how difficult the industry of acting is in entertainment. So this is incredible for her. Um, I understand the controversy. I watched the commercial. I get it. I see it from both points of view. Um, but I love it for her. She's probably going to get a lot of work from this and she deserves it. You know, good for you, girl. I'm so glad. You're on Ryan, 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 Ryan Reynolds' radar, which is incredible, which means you are on Serena Vanderwoodson, a.k.a. Blake Lively's, um, radar, which is just an incredible thing, because basically, if Serena knows you, then you're literally, you can just go to heaven now, literally retire, and just, you know, kick your heels off, and, you know, just live your best life. By the way, speaking of Blake Lively and Serena Vanderwoodson, I was watching Gossip Girl season one last night, because, you know, like any normal human being, I was staying in on a Friday night doing my damn thing with my dog, um, and literally, Gossip Girl is the greatest thing ever, and, um, I literally cannot wait for the HBO Max reboot, and it's probably going to be incredible, and the fact that Kristen Bell is returning as the voice of Gossip Girl as well. Um, amazing. So that's that story. Now, third story of the day, and the final story of the day, because I know everybody's so busy, and it's Monday morning, and everybody has to get to work with the hustle and bustle. Jordan Wood sound off on Khloe Kardashian's pizza offering. Now, this is a story that came out last Thursday, but I'm not reporting until now because I've had a very busy couple of last days, and I have another time, but I'll say this is the perfect episode and the perfect moment to do it. This is, again, from E! News, as I've said many a time, because E! News is the also all-source of um, greatness, and they just literally are on the pulse of pop culture, which is why they have a show called which is why they are E, the pop of culture. I believe that's their slogan. I don't know. Okay, anyways, continue. Jordan Woods is following Khloe Kardashian's lead. Hours after the AE reality star shared a message defending her decision to forgive both Jordan and ex Tristan Thompson for their alleged hookup, the 22-year-old social media star is reacting publicly. Jordan reposted the quote to her Instagram stories that read, quote, Someone somewhere is still discussing the old you because they don't have access to the new you. She then tweeted, quote, Not every quote that is posted is a sub or a clapback, and not everything posted is directed towards one person in general. I'll deal with a lot of different shit daily. It's all love, only positive vibrations. Since first being accused of causing Chloe and Tristan split back in Feb, oh my gosh, guys, that was so long ago. I have some episodes about that, by the way. Red Table Talk and Chloe and um, Jordan Woods drama. I have, like, I think two or three episodes on it, so you can dig back in my archive and it's there. It's very funny. It's very entertaining because it's all things funny, and I'm funny, and I'm the mistress of pop culture. Adah! To continue this article, of course. Um, since first being accused of causing... Chloe and Tristan split back in Feb. Jordan has addressed the scandal at length and even likened the sudden onslaught of social media bullying she experienced to cancer. Ooh, that's 
I don't know. No comment. Um, but as it stands now, both Jordan and Chloe have made it abundantly clear that they are ready to move on for good. Who can say if I have changed for the better because I knew you? And if you don't know what that pop culture reference is, then, well, let me tell you something. Google it. Because it has to do with for good. Um, after addressing the reasons why she's chosen to remain amicable with Christian despite his actions, Chloe acknowledged that the same sentiment applies to Jordan. Also applies to Jordan. As she explained, quote, is... Excuse me. As she explained, it's for anyone else who has ever hurt me. For some reason, people want to assume that I'm talking only about Tristan. This message applies to all parties involved in situations that have ever hurt me. Men, friends, family, work associates, anyone who played a role in my pain. I have moved on, found forgiveness, and wish you only happiness and joy. My life, this is another quote in another paragraph, my life won't be consumed with hate. Chloe continued, I chose to occupy my life with positivity. Every day I chose to find the good in my day. To choose this daily doesn't mean I don't have bad days, but my good days are also are oh so much better than my bad ones we are all human to make mistakes myself included hate is heavy and i'm tired of carrying all the weight around amen girl um it's safe to say that we can consider this chapter officially closed watch brand new episodes of keeping up with the kardashians sundays at 9 p.m only on e um i think that's great i think that's a really big of chloe and i know she's been through a lot of public uh hell scrutiny uh with you know lamar and tristan and the first time in jordan um and the fact that she can be so forgiving and literally wish happiness speaks volumes about her character. Um, I know there's been some, you know, fodder if she's just, you know, putting on a brave face and, you know, just saying this to be politically correct. I don't believe that. I believe that she actually is a genuinely good person because if you watch every season of the show like I have, um, you can really see what kind of gal she is. And she's like a gal's gal. She's a good person. She has uh, feelings. Cause if you go way back to season one or two when Kim gets the Bentley and then all three, all three of the sisters are in a fight, well, it's like, Chloe and Courtney versus Kim. Um, because I, I guess Kim was accusing them of being jealous. Um, it's just Chloe gets really emotional in the car and she says, This is not what my dad would want for all of us to be fighting like this. And then they all go skiing and Kim runs away and Chloe gets really excited when Kim comes back. Um, so that just goes to show Chloe's sort of been, you know, a good hearted gal. I think they're all good people. I just think, you know, sisters are sisters and um I think people like Chloe said, you have your good days and your bad days and bad bad stuff can come your way, but if you're able to literally take the energy and turn it to love and only put out love because hate is heavy, which I really love that quote. I'm gonna think about that every time I get really mad at somebody because you know people do piss you off and um you know you 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 just there are people in my life that I know that sort of I flip flop with because some days I'm really irritated with them and other days I'm like, oh I love this person. But, like, you just have to be able to let it go and just live your best life because literally life is so short. And I think about that all the time because as a 30-year-old man, I have a lot of wisdom. Um, but I realize that, like, literally I'm going to be 60 in 30 years and then I'm going to be 90, 30, 60, 90. I love my three times tape stills. Um, you, you just you got to embrace every moment. And if you don't get along with somebody, literally, because not everyone's going to click, not everyone's going to mesh. You just gotta move on with it. And you know, you gotta find the good people in the world because you can't linger on the people that are on the bad people because then you're gonna miss out on the good people that are literally right in front of you. You won't even know it. Although there are some, there are some people that are a little bit suspect, like some people that send you mixed signals <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? But you're then, it's just like, what? I don't even know. I don't have time for that. Um, well, those are my three stories of the day, everybody. Um, I hope everybody had a really good weekend, as I said before. And if you didn't have a good weekend, then I hope you listen to all my episodes of Mistress of Pop Culture, because I hope I make you laugh, because I love to make people laugh, because I love to be happy. Happiness 
is just a joy. Although on days I'm not happy, I still try to be happy. And when I'm not happy, I try to record a podcast because literally I make myself laugh. The other day I was in the bathroom. I was just staring at myself, laughing, thinking about things. And I put on an episode of The Mistress of Pop Culture. My first episode, I believe. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've changed so much from when I first recorded my first episode back in February 2019. And I was like, hmm, this just makes me very happy, so I'm going to keep doing it. And although some of my episodes aren't as funny as my other episodes, I still make myself laugh. Because if you can make yourself laugh at your good and your bad and you're ugly and you're beautiful, then you are on the right track. And it's all about loving yourself, regardless of the good and the bad and the fodder. Now, everybody go out into the world and fodder and have a good time and have a great money and have a great start of the week and be healthy and be happy and be safe and send out love. In the words of Ellen, be kind to all.